Greetings, Earthlings. Today I'm back with another edition of the Versus series. So today we're comparing two different versions of the classic studio microphone, the SM7 and the SM7B. The SM7 that we're using today is one of the first 1,000 SM7s manufactured in America in 1973, and the SM7B I purchased brand new in 2015, but it's the exact same model and exact same makeup that is being sold today in 2020. But before we get to any of the tests, let's go ahead and talk about the build quality differences in these two microphones. When we place the microphones directly next to each other, you can see that they are nearly identical, except for the yoke, which is the mounting system for each of the mics. On the older SM7, the XLR port was on the rear of the yoke, and on the newer SM7B, the XLR port is on the front of the yoke. Also, the way that they attach the thumb screw to the yoke changed from the SM7 to the SM7B. The original SM7 just used a regular Phillips head screw to mount this to the yoke, and I actually purchased a newer Mexican-made SM7 at an auction, and when I went to mount it to my microphone stand, this screw failed, and now I need to get some kind of screw extractor to fix it, so the upgrade to the yoke from the SM7 to the SM7B is a welcome upgrade in my opinion. When we look at the filter switches on the rear of the microphones, they are the same. They both have high-pass filters as well as presence boosts, and the metal grill under the foam changed a little bit to add more holes as well as make them circular and smaller. Lastly, and most importantly, they added a humbucking coil, which is used to reduce the noise picked up from monitors used around the microphone. Now let's go ahead and jump into the tests. First up, I am speaking into the new Shure SM7B, which costs around $400. This has a frequency response of 50 Hz to 20 kHz, a cardioid polar pattern, a sensitivity of around negative 59 decibels, and an impedance of 150 ohms. Next up, I am speaking into the 1973 Shure SM7, which will cost you... I don't want to talk about it. This has a frequency response listed of 40 Hz to 16 kHz. It also has a cardioid polar pattern. It lists its sensitivity at around negative 57 dB, and it also has an impedance of 150 ohms. Now I am spinning around the SM7B to 90 degrees to show you the off-axis coloration and rejection. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees, show you what it sounds like from the rear. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle, and then we will rotate and end at the front of the microphone. And now I am spinning around the SM7 to 90 degrees to show you the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees, here's how it sounds. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle, and then rotating and ending at the front of the mic. Now I am speaking into the SM7B while I type on a keyboard with Cherry MX Blues to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And now I am typing into the older SM7 while typing on a keyboard with Cherry MX Blues. And for you elite gamers, I'm typing on the sad W keys while speaking into the SM7B. And the Elite Gamers will appreciate the sad W keys while speaking into the Shure SM7. 
Now I am right on top of the SM7B and here is how it sounds. Now I'm right on top of the SM7 and here is how it compares. One foot away from the 7B, one foot away from the SM7, two feet away from the 7B, two feet away from the SM7, and about four feet away from the SM7B, and about four feet away from the SM7. Now I am speaking into the SM7B without any of the filters engaged. Here is how the SM7 sounds without any of the switches engaged. Now I'm speaking into the SM7B with the high pass filter engaged. Here is how the SM7 sounds with the high pass filter engaged. Now I'm speaking into the SM7B with the high pass filter disengaged and the presence boost engaged and here is how it sounds. Here we are back on the SM7 with the high pass filter disengaged and the presence boost engaged and here is how it sounds. And speaking into the SM7B with the high pass filter and the presence boost engaged. And lastly, I am speaking into the SM7 with the high pass filter engaged and the presence boost engaged, and here is how it sounds. And lastly, I wanted to include a very quick bonus comparison between the American-made SM7 and the Mexican-made SM7. So for this portion, I will just switch back and forth quickly between the SM7 and the SM7 so you can verify and make sure that the American-made is in fact working because it is a 40-plus-year-old microphone, so chances are something may have gone wrong, it may have gotten dropped one too many times, but this is just to verify that the microphone is in fact working and to make sure that the tone of the microphone closely matches the Mexican-made SM7 to make sure we're actually getting a good comparison between the SM7 and the SM7B. <laughs> just want them all so I can record all day and night all the mics in the whole world I need to make each of them mine 
or something. I mean, I don't know. It's like a weird problem I have where I kind of need them all because it's a crappy, super expensive version of Pokemon. And it's so much better than Pokemon because you can't speak into Pokemon, can you? Would that be a Pokemon abuse? I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. And the winner of this Versus series is the updated Sure SM7B. And of course, I will explain. The original SM7 has quite a bit more top end to it, which becomes very apparent when you compare the frequency response graphs. The SM7 doesn't have a dip between 7 and 10 kilohertz, and the SM7B doesn't have a huge treble peak at around 10 kilohertz. So when you see that, it becomes very apparent why the original is so much brighter. And I will admit that when I first put my voice through the SM7, I was quite impressed and smitten with it. I liked the added detail and clarity that the upper end added, but upon further listening and much more critical listening, I came to not really like it because I found it to be a little bit piercing and a little bit unnatural and unpleasant. But what about the performance for the instruments? In my opinion, on the electric guitar, the 7B was the clear winner because it had a much punchier midsection and the top end was so much smoother and pleasing to listen to. But when you compare that to the original, the original just sounded sharp and piercing and a little bit grating to listen to. Then on the acoustic guitar, it was a very close race, but I think the original was the winner for that application. That's because one of my main complaints about the 7B is that on acoustic guitar, it sounds a bit dead and lifeless and dull. The additional treble on the original just brought a little bit of life back to that instrument, and I found it to be pretty flattering compared to the SM7B. And then for singing, I was tempted to go with the original SM7 because I was smitten with the additional treble that it added to my voice, but in the end, I landed on the SM7B ultimately because it was smoother, less piercing, and more pleasant to listen to. So in conclusion to this video, the SM7B is one of my all-time favorite microphones, and it likely will continue to be, and I found it so fascinating to go back to where it all started and hear what the original idea was. And after comparing the original to the upgraded model, I think they made some really nice improvements to the sound, which smoothed out the upper frequencies and ultimately made it a much more pleasing mic to listen to, and in my opinion, that's what helped solidify the SM7B as a legendary studio microphone. But I want to hear from you in the comments down below. Do you agree with me that the SM7B was the winner, or do you prefer the microphone that was used to record Thriller, the original SM7? Let me know down below. And that is it. So if you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, give me a big old thumbs down. If you want more videos, you can subscribe down below and don't forget to hit that bell icon. And if you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here, you can do so by clicking that join button and joining at the $5 tier or higher. It really does help me continue to bring you these videos. Until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you later. Bye.